welcome to Choices Finding Your Joy. Paula Vale here. I'm so thrilled today. I've been so excited for this interview. I am sharing with you today Lori Morrison. She is the author of The Shaman's Guide to Power Animals. Amazing book. She is a best-selling author, inspirationalist, and mystic. She is a part of a rare breed of lightning shamans who have received a spontaneous awakening of shamanic knowledge. I am so excited to hear your story and so much about you, Lori. First off, welcome. Thank you, Paula. I'm so excited to be here with all of your uh, pals and friends. <laughs> we're just, we're so blessed to have you. This is so exciting. Let's let's start with a bit of your background, and, and and it's really a fun coincidence. Lori and I grew up in the same area, <laughs> Pacific Northwest girls, same town, everything. Uh, same so, very small town. <laughs> yeah, so very cool. That's even more and, remarkable. <laughs> and now you're an amazing shaman and living in Sedona, Arizona. So so tell us a bit about your background and, and what took you to where you're at. Well, I um, I you know, got my um, degree from the University of Washington, and um, took off and decided to be you know a famous uh, person um, in my field, which was um, finance. And so I um, worked in New York. I worked in uh, Texas, all over um, the United States, financing big deals. And then I met my husband, who was from El Salvador, and he said, "Okay, we're going back." <laughs> So uh, I went back to El Salvador, lived there, you know, did a lot of development work. I was in the food and wine business, um, just always an entrepreneurial spirit. And then um, uh, about, uh, this has been almost nine years ago, I, we lived in a beautiful place out in the middle of a volcanic lake. We had kind of a peninsula that we lived on. And uh, I was the only one out there other than just some staff that I had, you know, working with me there. And uh, my husband died. Unfortunately, died in my arms there. And um, then fast forward um, one year later on my 52nd birthday, which is a very interesting birthday for the Mayans because that is when the Gregorian calendar, which is a calendar that we all live on, live you know with, um, aligns with the Mayan calendar. And there's always sometimes a portal on your 52nd birthday. I didn't know that at the time because I really didn't pay attention to all these things. I didn't know about all the spiritual stuff. I went to look, you know, I used to go see Mayan ruins and oh, isn't this nice? But I had really no, um, you know, no awareness of, of all that. So on my 52nd birthday, um, the, the um, I walked outside of my house on the lawn and it rained on me. And my cook was there and um, one of my housekeepers and they were like, you know, what's going on? And I said, I don't know. And I was, you know, it was very freaky. I was very kind of trance-like. I didn't know what was happening to me. And then all of a sudden the veil dropped and I found myself in this Mayan um, community, like way back. And I saw like the fires coming out of the teepee, not the teepees, but their little huts. Um, I saw the, um, you know, the people walking around and all of a sudden I was in this scene and I was like, how do I get out of this scene? Because I, I couldn't see the old place where I was, I hit my home. So, you know, rubbed my eyes a little bit, went back in the house and said, okay, something's really crazy here. So that night I fell into trance again and um, these voices came and asked me to walk to the end of my property. 
to the end of the peninsula, I went there. Um, and then there was a group of probably 13, um, what I would call ancestral spirit priest-like people <laughs> um, from the Mayans. Again, that veil dropped again. They were all standing around me. They told me to lay down. Um, I did, and then I was hit by light. And I was unconscious for three hours. And um, when I woke up, I um, was paralyzed. I couldn't move or anything. So I laid on the ground for quite some time until I finally got my um, sensory pieces back together. And um, then from that moment on, all I could see, I could only see the world through the lens of sacred geometry. Everything was a triangle. Wow. So, so here was this, you know, this entrepreneur person, not ever involved. And then all of a sudden I see everything that's a tri triangle now. And then I could also see inside people's bodies. I was, I, I could speak fluent Mayan, which no one even knew the language that I was speaking because they don't even speak it anymore. Although the, the grandfather of the Mayans, you know, validated that I was, um, that, that was the language he he knew some of when I finally met him, um, but my life changed dramatically. Um, and then four jaguars showed up. And um, at first I was, you know, I was like, why am I seeing these jaguars? How can, how, first of all, how can I see them? And second of all, why are they talking to me? <laughs> and so then we started this whole journey with these four jaguars. And them and these 13 elders became my teachers. And I could see them perfectly. Um, I, they moved me multidimensionally through a lot of different places. I, I didn't really know what dimension I was on. I used to walk in my kitchen and wave at my um, cook to see if she recognized me because I didn't know if I was, you know, what where I was, on what dimension. And I ended up being hospitalized, um, you know, diagnosed as mentally ill. Um, in and out of, um, <laughs> of mental institutions and rehabs and all these things, trying to figure out what's wrong with me. And then finally, I, um, I found this wonderful um, a woman who um, understood these experiences and started to work with me. And she had a, a, a colleague who was a Haitian shaman, and they put Humpty Dumpty back together again. <laughs> And so um, I worked you know, extensively with them. Um, they actually came you know, to, to I, I moved to the States after that because the energy there at the, at the volcano was, I couldn't, I couldn't manage the energy. It was way too strong, um, affected me too much. I was, so, um, I was so sensitive to all of the issues with the Mayan people. So it, I just couldn't even live there. It was, it was, I was so empathic, so wide open. Um, so I moved and I came to Sedona and then these women actually came and lived with me for a while because I, I had such difficulty living by myself because I didn't know what dimension I was on. Yeah. So they would teach me um, about this. So I had uh, about five years of extensive um, learning of all the things that I knew nothing about, um, but was kind of forced into understanding so that I could function in life properly. <laughs> That is amazing. That is amazing. And I, I've had some training in shamanism. My shaman name is Shantara and I absolutely fell in love with it. I just fell in love with it. I mean, it is so powerful and the connection it's, we get such an increased connection to animals and the planet. Wouldn't you say? 
Yes, you know, that was really interesting when I, um, you know, one of the things that happened when I was in such a such disarray was um, I didn't really, I wasn't powerful. I wasn't embracing, I was given this, these powers, mm -hmm. but I wasn't embracing them. And so it was very important that I learned how to step into this new role, to step into this power, because I was just being inundated with um, spiritual good and bad. And um, so the first thing that happened, um, Marilyn, who was the um, Haitian woman, she said, we have to bring your power back, bring you a power animal, and we have to integrate this power animal with you so that you can, um, you know, step into this power that you've been given. Of course, I'm looking at her like, you know, <laughs> really? Because <laughs> none of this made sense. I mean, this was all absolutely new and crazy. And so I said, all right. So we were in her, her house, um, she goes back east, and um, she laid me there and she did all this ceremony and she brought in um, this animal and there was a lion. And um, she blew the lion into my heart chakra and integrated this power with me. And that was going to be my kind of guide and helper through my initiation process. And so to this day, I work with that animal when I do healing work, when I, I do, I'm doing a lot of, um, I do a lot of kind of hard cases, you know, people who don't know what's wrong with them and they, it's hard for them to find, even the doctors to find out what's going on. Um, I merge with her and we go in and I'm use, able to use her eyes and her, you know, insight into the body to see what's going on. And it's remarkably accurate and, you know, people get better. So it's uh, been such a fascinating combination to use animals. Um, never thought that that, I mean, even, I didn't even know this existed. So, um, but, I, but their, their powers are, are remarkable when we can learn how to merge with them and use them in our everyday lives. You know, I found this place where I'm living right now because the, the rentals are really hard to find in Sedona, especially if you have a cat and a dog, it's like impossible. And uh, I just got in my car and I said, okay, who would I call in to, you know, find a house? I said, mouse. So I called in mouse. I said, come on, I need the spirit of mouse to come in and find me a place. And in 15 minutes I had a, I had a rental. So, you know, it's, um, it's remarkable using the powers of the animals in your everyday life. So Lori, we can, um, like my power animals, a wolf, but mm -hmm. I can actually then, are you saying we can, call in a particular animal because we can learn a lot with your book different mm -hmm. animals what their powers are and so in our lives we can call in that power animal to come help us yes <laughs> so like for example the other day my social media gal she was you know struggling her card broke down she was having all these problems and i was like okay i said here's what you got to do you got to call in the camel <laughs> And she's like, the camel? I said, yes, camel, transportation. That's, that's all about it. And so she called in the camel and she was like freaking out because she thought she'd have to buy a new car. There was a lot of, you know, struggle with that. And, you know, by the afternoon, um, she had a, a new car, one she could afford. It was a super deal. They fixed everything. And she was on her way, you know, by three o'clock in the afternoon. And she said, you know, I actually took your advice. I called in the camel and everything, you know, worked out for me. So you can use them like you can use their powers for the, the power that you need at that time. So could you share with the audience 
an example of what they might say in wishing to call in that animal? Um, what I would say to call them in or what they would say to me? What they would say to call in oh, the animal. Okay. Um, well, I can hear them. So that's a little different from a lot of people. I can actually, um, you know, have a conversation with them because yeah. of the, you know, I just, I'm just very open and can do that. Um, so I don't, um, you know, not everyone can do that. So really what I do is just ask people to trust, um, bring that, bring that animal in. Um, you know, one of the experiences that I had in the initiation by the four Jaguars was one day they took me to the edge of the lake and they said, okay, Lori, um, we want to show you your power. You know, and I'm thinking these people, you know, these Jaguars are absolutely nuts. So they, I stood, sat, stood there on the side of the lake and said, there's a big white, um, egret on the other side call it to you and so I said all right so I called the egret and I sat there thinking yeah sure right there's going to be an egret yeah well sure enough comes right across the lake and land right in front of me right on literally I could shake its wing <laughs> and um, they said see you can do this yes. and so I, I was shocked you know that's that was like shocked for a whole week <laughs> that it even occurred um, and then um and then Marilyn and Deborah, the, the two women who were helping me, they were here in Sedona with me and they called in a hawk. Literally a hawk landed right on my near my shoulder on the limb right above my shoulder. So I realized physically they can come to you and also spiritually they can come. So it's really a matter of just calling them in and asking them for support and being very clear as to what you need help with. Yes, yes. One of my funnest experiences was I was connecting with the wolf and I was taken to the top of a mountain and I'm at the top of the mountain looking down at the forest and the wolf was sitting next to me and then he led me through the forest. I mean, it's just so fascinating. It is. Oh my I God. had no idea this existed and you know, this has been happening for years, for hundreds of thousands of years where shamans have been using um, spirit animals to you know do their work and um, had no idea until 10 years ago when this happened to me. Now Lori they're in Sedona do you work with people to help them connect to their power animals and um, what kind of services do you do in Sedona? Well everything I do on, now is online um, because um, I've what I've done what I've what I asked for was I asked for support through some technology, because the Mayans are extremely high tech. <laughs> um, you know, they sound like they may be these very old fashioned, you know, people, but in the spirit world, they're probably one of the most high tech people on the planet, you know, on, on, in the universe. Mm -hmm. And um, so these 13, um, you know, I guess ancient advisors or whatever, I asked them, I said, I can't do this work enough. I can't get to enough people. I need some other, other, something to help me with this. And so six months later, this program dropped in that's based on um, Tesla technology and um, scalar energy. And it's a group out of Holland that put this together. And they worked, um, actually how, how it began was they worked in the tulip fields with the animals to see, you know, instead of killing them or, or poisoning them, they worked with this energy to keep the, keep the rabbits away from the tulip bulbs. <laughs> uh -huh. And um, so that, that was the beginning of it. And so now um, 
I work with this the same program and energy to help find on your field on your holly. I, what I do is I put you in, so like Paula's holographic footprint would go into the system, and then I have all the animals on the planet, and then I scan your holograph at the time of your birth to find out what animal pops up there to see because we're all born with a spirit animal when we come in. So then with that program, I'm able to see what animal it is, and then I'm able to tell you about it. Oh, that is so, so <clears throat> Yeah, because then I can get to so many more people because a, 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 true, a, a true shamanic um, power animal retrieval could take hours. I used to do them, and, and you know, it, it could be hours and hours pulling in the animal, integrating the animal, having the person, you know, start to learn to work with it. And that would take a really long time. Yeah. And when I wrote the book, I said, I wish I could find some way I could do this. So because because the the power of knowing what it is 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 amazing because then it, it just built like for me when when I got the lion it just built built in me such a lack of fear anymore I felt like I had kind of a partner mm -hmm. a power partner throughout my life and um, someone to call in you know from that other perspective sometimes um, she'll she'll oftentimes you know pop in and say wait a second you know. Or, or I'll, I'll feel a hesitation about something because she's kind of, you know, on guard. Yeah. So it's it's a, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. I I had someone um, I've had almost over five hundred people do it, and it's absolutely amazing because they tell me their stories. And like one girl, um, I said, you know, I said swallow. Um, I told her that's what showed up on her scan, and she and she took me a picture of um, tattooed swallows all over her arm. She said, now I know why I did that. I didn't right. know why I was so, you know, connected into the swallow and she had yeah. done the tattoo. So it's, it can be fascinating when you find out. And the animals will give us messages, won't they? Oh, yeah. We can have a, you know, a bluebird come. I've had them land on, sit on my car and look at me or different, yeah. you know, animals can come to us and they're giving us messages, aren't they? Oh yeah. You know, I had, um, it's funny, it'll even happen on social media. Like, you know, you'll be scanning through your Facebook or your Instagram or whatever. And just so like this happened to me the other day where I kept seeing kangaroos. It's like, what's with the kangaroos? Like, you know, I saw it on Facebook. I saw it on Twitter. <laughs> Someone mentioned, you know, kangaroo and something. And I'm like, okay, that's a sign. I better get my book out and find it find out what the kangaroo meant and what it meant was that I had um, negative thoughts in my mind. I was, I was going negative and it was true. And I said, Oh my God, it said flip the switch on any negativity because my mind was, you know, kind of worrying about some construction work that I was doing. And I was kind of thinking, you know, feeling like it wasn't going to, wasn't going to go right or someone wasn't doing something right. And it just caught me right, right on that moment. And it was the kangaroo. And so it doesn't have to even come to you as the real kangaroo, like outside your front door, you know, showing up from Australia. It can just be that sense that, you know, that animal keeps coming and coming and, and you pick it up even just on social media. Yeah. And then a person can look at your book and get an idea. Right. Yeah. So then what you can do, like, for example, um, you know, if, if you see a squirrel, for example, so you can just pick up the book and here's a squirrel. And yeah. um, so squirrel is about diligence, vigilance, and mobility. And then the first thing that I have in here is an actual channeled message 
from the squirrel. Because I asked each one of the animals to please give me kind of their message for humanity type of thing. What, in other words, what they in general would like us to know if they appear. And so the squirrel says, fear dissipates when your basic needs are met. Desiring more than that can create a feeling of scarcity. And if you think about the squirrel, he's always running around getting his, you know, <laughs> they're always busy, you know, getting yeah. meeting their basic needs. Yes. You know, and so um, what a great message. And then it lists the powers of squirrel and the awarenesses the squirrel brings if you see one. And then you'll get the energy center that it most represents and the mineral, um, the element. And then there'll be um, some, you know, a little interesting information about squirrel. For example, it says here, when a squirrel misplaces an acorn, it is to the forest advantage as every acorn holds the potential to grow a whole new oak tree. So most of the oak trees, um, squirrels are responsible for where they are. Which, you know, isn't that an amazing thought to think that every oak tree had a squirrel probably who was, who was scattering the, the things, the seeds around. And then, the, then I place an intention at the bottom that if you wanted to do journey work, which we talked a little bit about, that you can use that um, animal to go journey with to um, discover other information. So in this case, it's give me the patience to tend to the seeds of my potential. So you can use that as your um, kind of guide or intention to work in a shamanic way with a squirrel as well. Oh, I love it. It is so, it is so fun and so powerful. I, I, I actually, absolutely love it. Can you share with everyone uh, your website information, how they can get a hold of you? Yes, it's lorimorrison.com and it's L-O-R-I-M-O-R-R-I-S-O-N.com. And you can go on there um, and you'll see what's my power animal. And then you can click if, you, if you'd like to get your power animal. And I just started a, a special where you can get the book and then you can also um, get that power animal. And so what I do is I take, um, I give you the, the book and then I, on a, on a uh, bookmark, I will write in, I'll do the search, I'll check the holographic, I need your birth date. There's a form you can fill all that out. So I'll, you'll get the, the um, bookmark on the page of where your power animal, what your power animal is. Oh, I love it. Isn't that cool? Yeah, so you can get yes. the book, and then I will also tell you, um, you know, what that is. And this is not like a, it's not done like a um, computerized thing. It's very authentic. I do it personally. Um, I run it through the, uh, the scan, and then I also just check myself to make sure that that's, you know, the animal that wants to be integrated into that. And so it's not a, it's not like, you know, a little goofy thing online yeah. that you would do. It's, it's very authentic. Oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. Yeah, really fun. Oh my gosh. What would you say is one of the, one or two of the utmost uh, beautiful things you've experienced with being able to connect to the power animals? Um, I, I, with my own power animal, I would say, um, you know, I was alone. I was left alone and feeling very vulnerable after my husband died. And so having that sense of, 
um, spirit, you know, guiding and, and working with me and, you know, kind of supporting me um, throughout, because, you know, you're, you're not used to making all the decisions anymore, you know, after, after that, you know, it's usually a, you know, you do that together. So I think that was probably the greatest thing to have to know that there was so much more around me, that there was, that there was a spirit world supporting my, um, my journey that I wasn't walking the world alone. And I, I think that was probably the most, um, you know, the most powerful experience. I, I, I still get teary eyed when I think of that, the relationship that I have with her, because it's, you know, we've been through so much together and, um, and also just the amount of people that she's healed, helped me to heal. I mean, it's just, it's, it's phenomenal. I had a, a client not too long ago who had some, um, um, her Achilles tendon was cut and um, she lost the communication from the brain to the foot in the operation. So they were going to, you know, they were lawyers and the whole thing was getting messy because she wasn't going to be able to walk again. And um, so I worked with her through this, this program that I use. And plus, you know, this, this relationship that I have with this power animal and she was walking in 15 minutes. Oh my God. It was shot. I mean, I was, she, her and her husband called me from their house and they were screaming and saying, Oh my God, Lori, you know, she's walking and, you know, and then like case closed, <laughs> you know, the whole thing, all the lawyers went home and, um, you know, and so I think, wow, you know, was, that's pretty powerful yeah. to have, to use this, um, relationship in such a, um, interesting and powerful way. So yeah, those are probably the two my understanding with the the shamanism and our connection to you know the animals and the planet it's very powerful but actually very simple as well it's mm -hmm. not complicated yeah you yeah. know I, I it was funny i was in africa and um we took off one day in the in the jeep and we were going um around the near the parks there mm -hmm. outside of kruger park yeah. and um one of the guys got out and he says, Oh my God, he goes, the, the female lions are out today that normally they're not out during the day. It's only at night. And so that we were driving and all seven, there was seven of them. They came up and they were literally walking right next to, to me. And I could reach out and touch them if I wanted to that. I mean, we didn't have any kind of cage or <clears throat> anything around us. And, um, you know, that was a huge message for me. And of course, in those days, I wasn't paying attention. You know, I was just like, oh, isn't this cool? These, you know, seven lionesses are walking alongside me. And then later on, this happened to me. And I thought, wow, um, you know, there's been messages all along. And I really didn't pay attention. That's a huge message. And, oh, isn't Africa just something? I was on a mission trip to Africa last year. And it just, oh, and going Yeah, it changes you. It does. We, we got a flat tire and I was giving Reiki to a giraffe <laughs> and I went out, took my shoes off and walked off and put my feet in the footprints of some of the animals. Mm -hmm. And oh my gosh. Yeah. These animals are just, we yeah, are. So I, I never was the same after I left Africa. It was, um, oh. I felt, I felt like this big. <laughs> Oh, I, I just so tiny because I was in this bigger world. Mm -hmm. Beautiful lions. I, I want to go back someday. It's mm -hmm. it's very it's very life changing. For sure. Oh my gosh! Well, Lori, uh, 
I'm afraid we have to say goodbye. Any last words you want to give the listeners before we go? Just pay attention, you know, watch, um, you know, when a cardinal shows up outside your window, you know, don't dismiss it. There's so much coming at us all the time. And with the book as the guide, you can just pop in and see what that means. And you'll, and as each time you do that, you're going to start building a stronger and stronger relationship with the animal the phys- in the physical form and also in the spirit world as well, because you'll, you'll start to really understand you know, how they come to you, how they bring messages, and you'll start to build a relationship that will be valuable for the rest of your life. I love it. Lori, thank you so much. I am so grateful. So nice to meet you today, Paula, and meet all your your pals over here. (laughs) Love, hugs, and blessings, everyone. See you next week. And Lori, love, hugs, and blessings.